Welcome to the PC Speaking Podcast Series, Through the Bible in a Year, where we come together for daily reading and reflection as we journey through the Scriptures. Let's dive into today's episode with Pastor Chris Miller. Hello and welcome back to the PC Speaking Podcast. This is day number 60 of our Through the Bible in a Year reading program the 29th of February. Today we are in the book of Leviticus chapter 26 in the Old Testament, Mark chapter 9 over in the New Testament. In the book of Leviticus chapter 26, we find blessings for obedience and curses for disobedience regarding God's laws. Uh, Some of the things that uh, consequences of obedience, promises for rain for crops, uh, abundance of crops, peace, protection, Uh, for those who follow God's commands. But there are also consequences for disobedience, disease, famine, being conquered by enemies and dispersed among other nations. But Leviticus concludes with, uh, or the chapter 26 concludes with a message of hope. If the people confess their iniquity, God will remember his covenant with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob and will not forsake them. God's always willing to forgive and restore. In the New Testament, Mark chapter 9 begins with the transfiguration where Peter, James, and John witnessed Jesus transfigure into glorious form alongside Elijah and Moses. And Jesus also heals a possessed boy um, possessed by an unclean spirit. He also teaches about discipleship, humility, and the dangers of causing others to sin. Jesus also emphasizes the need for faith and being salt in the world. Well, let's go over to our reading. When we're done with that, we'll come back for a few devotional thoughts, meditations for the day, beginning in Leviticus chapter six, um, chapter 26, sorry, and verse one. The Bible says, you shall make for yourselves no idols. You shall not raise up a carved image or pillar, and you shall not place any figured stone in your hand in your land to bow down to it, for I am the Lord your God. You shall keep my Sabbaths and have reverence for my sanctuary. I am the Lord. If you walk in my statutes and keep my commandments and do them, then I will give your you your rains in their season, and the land shall yield its increase, and the trees of the field shall yield their fruit. Your threshing floor shall continue until the vintage, and the vintage shall continue until the sowing time. You shall eat your bread to the full and dwell in your land safely. I will give peace in the land, and you shall lie down, and no one will make you afraid. I will remove evil animals out of the land, neither shall the sword go through your land. You shall chase your enemies, and they shall fall before you by the sword. Five of you shall chase a hundred, and a hundred of you shall chase ten thousand, and your enemies shall fall before you by the sword. I will have respect for you, make you fruitful, multiply you, and will establish my covenant with you. You shall eat old supplies long kept, and you shall move out the old because the new. I will set my tent amongst you, and my soul won't abhor you. I will walk amongst you and will be your God, and you will be my people. I am the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt, that you should not be their slaves. I have broken the bars of your yoke and made you walk upright. But if you will not listen to me and will not do all these commandments, and if you shall reject my statutes, and if your soul abhors my ordinances, so that you will not do all my commandments but break my covenant, I also will do this to you. I will appoint terror over you, even consumption and fear. 
that shall consume the eyes and make the soul to pine away. You will sow your seed in vain, for your enemies will eat it. I will set my face against you, and you will be struck before your enemies. Those who hate you will rule over you, and you will flee when no one pursues you. If you, in spite of these things, will not listen to me, then I will chastise you seven times more for your sins. I will break the pride of your power. I will make your sky like iron and your soil like bronze. Your strength will be spent in vain, for your land won't yield its increase, neither will the trees of the land yield their fruit. If you walk contrary to me and won't listen to me, then I will bring seven times more plagues on you according to your sins. I will send the wild animals amongst you which will rob you of your children, destroy your livestock, and make you few in number. Your roads will become desolate. If by these things you won't be turned back to me, but will walk contrary to me, then I will also walk contrary to you, and I will strike you, even I, seven times for your sins. I will bring a sword upon you that will execute the vengeance of the covenant. You will be gathered together within your cities, and I will send the pestilence among you. You will be delivered into the hand of the enemy. When I break your staff of bread, ten women shall bake your bread in one oven, and they shall deliver your bread again by weight. You shall eat and not be satisfied. If you, in spite of this, won't listen to me, but walk contrary to me, then I will walk contrary to you in wrath. I will also chastise you seven times for your sins. You will eat the flesh of your sons, and you will eat the flesh of your daughters. I will destroy your high places, and cut down your incense altars, and cast your dead bodies upon the bodies of your idols, and my soul will abhor you. I will lay your cities to waste and will bring your sanctuaries to desolation. I will not take delight in the sweet fragrance of your offerings. I will bring the land into desolation and your enemies who dwell it in it will be astonished at it. I will scatter you amongst the nations and I will draw out the sword after you. Your land will be a desolation and your cities shall be a waste when then the land will enjoy its Sabbaths as long as it lies desolate and you are in your enemy's land. Even then the land will rest and enjoy its Sabbath. As long as it lies desolate, it shall have rest, even the rest of which it didn't have in your Sabbaths when you lived on it. <coughs> as for those of you who are left, I will send a faintness into their hearts in the lands of their enemies. The sound of a driven leaf will put them to flight, and they shall flee as one flees from the sword. They will fall when no one pursues. They will stumble over one another as if it were before the sword when no one pursues. You will have no power to stand before your enemies. You will perish amongst the nations. The land of your enemies will eat you up. Those of you who are left will pine away in their iniquity in your enemies' lands, and also in the iniquities of the fathers they shall pine away with them. If they confess their iniquity in the iniquity of their fathers and their trespass, which they trespassed against me, and also that because they walked contrary to me, I also walked contrary to them and brought them into the land of their enemies. If then their uncircumcised heart is humbled, and they then accept the punishment of their iniquity, then I will remember my covenant with Jacob, my covenant with Isaac, and also my covenant with Abraham, and I will remember the land. The land also will be left by them and will enjoy its Sabbath while it lies desolate without them and they will accept the punishment of their iniquity because they reject my ordinances and their soul aboard my statutes. Yet for all that, when they are in the land of their enemies, I will not reject them, neither will I abhor them, to destroy them utterly and to break my covenant with them, for I am the Lord their God. But I will, for their sake, remember the covenant of their ancestors, whom I brought out of the land of Egypt in the sight of the nations, that I might be their God. I am the Lord." These are the statutes, ordinance, and laws which the Lord made between him and the children of Israel in Mount Sinai by Moses.
over to the New Testament, Mark chapter 9. He said to them, most certainly I tell you, there are some standing here who will in no way taste death until they see God's kingdom come with power. After six days, Jesus took with him Peter, James, and John and brought them up onto a high mountain privately by themselves, and he was changed into another form in front of them. His clothing became glistening, exceedingly white, like snow, such as no launderer on earth can whiten them. Elijah and Moses appeared to them, and they were talking with Jesus. Peter answered Jesus, Rabbi, it is good for us to be here. Let's make three tents, one for you, one for Moses, one for Elijah. For he didn't know what to say, for they were very afraid. A cloud came overshadowing them, and a voice came out of the cloud. This is my beloved son. Listen to him. Suddenly, looking around, they saw no one with them anymore except Jesus only. As they were coming down from the mountain, he commanded them that they should tell no one what things they had seen until after the Son of Man had risen from the dead. They kept their saying to themselves, questioning what the rising from the dead meant. They asked him, saying, What do the scribes say that Elijah must come first? He said to them, Elijah indeed comes first and restores all things. How is it written about the Son of Man that he should suffer many things and be despised? But I tell you that Elijah has come, and they had also done to him whatever they wanted to, even as it is written about him. Coming to the disciples, he saw a great multitude around them, and scribes questioning them. Immediately all the multitude, when they saw him, were greatly amazed, and running to him, greeted him. He asked the scribes, What are you asking them? One of the multitude answered, Teacher, I brought you to you my son, who has a mute spirit. And whenever it seizes him, it throws him down, and he foams at the mouth, grinds his teeth, and becomes rigid. I asked your disciples to cast it out, and they weren't able to. He answered him, Unbelieving generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I bear with you? Bring him to me. They brought him to him, and when he saw him, immediately the spirit convulsed in him, and convulsed him and fell on the ground, wallowing and foaming at the mouth. He asked his father, How long has it been since this has been happening to him? He said, from childhood, often it has cast him both into the fire and into the water to destroy him. But if you can do anything, have compassion on us and help us. Jesus said to him, if you can believe, all things are possible to him who believes. Immediately, the father of the child cried out with tears, I believe, help my unbelief. When Jesus saw what, that a multitude came running together, he rebuked the unclean spirit, saying to him, you mute and deaf spirit, I command you, come out of him and never enter him again. After crying out and convulsing him greatly, it came out of him. The boy became like one dead, so much that most of them said, He is dead. But Jesus took him by the hand and raised him up, and he arose. When he had come into the house, his disciples asked him privately, Why couldn't we cast it out? He said to them, This kind can come out by nothing but by prayer and fasting. They went out from there and passed through Galilee. He didn't want anyone to know it, for he was teaching his disciples and said to them, The Son of Man is being handed over to the hands of men, and they will kill him. And when he is killed on the third day, he will rise again. But they didn't understand the saying and were afraid to ask him. (coughs) He came to Capernaum, and when he was in the house, he asked them, What were you arguing amongst yourselves on the way? But they were silent, for they had disputed with one another on the way about who was the greatest. He sat down and called the twelve, and he said to them, If any man wants to be first, he shall be last of all and servant of all. He took a little child and set him in the middle of them. Taking him in his arms, he said to them, Whoever receives me, such receives one, such little child in my name receives me, and whoever receives me doesn't receive me, but him who sent me. 
John said to him, Teacher, we saw someone who doesn't follow us casting out demons in your name, and we forbade him because he doesn't follow us. But Jesus said, Don't forbid him, for there is no one who will do a mighty work in my name and be able to quick, be able quickly to speak evil of me. For whoever is not against us is on our side. For whoever will give you a cup of water to drink in my name because you are Christ, most certainly, I tell you, he will in no way lose his reward. Whoever will cause one of these little ones who believe in me to stumble, it would be better for him if he were thrown into the sea with a millstone hung around his neck. If your hand causes you to stumble, cut it off. If it is better for you to enter into life maimed rather than giving you your two hands to go into Gehenna, into the unquenchable fire, where their worm doesn't die and the fire is not quenched. If your foot causes you to stumble, cut it off. It's better for you to enter into life lame rather than having your two feet to be cast into Gehenna, into the fire that will never be quenched, where the worm doesn't die and the fire is not quenched. If your eye causes you to stumble, throw it out. It is better for you to enter into the kingdom with God's kingdom with one eye rather than having two eyes to be cast into the Gehenna of fire, where the worm doesn't die and the fire is not quenched. For everyone will be salted with fire and every sacrifice will be seasoned with salt. Salt is good, but if the salt has lost its saltiness, with what will you season it? Have salt in yourselves and be at peace with one another. Well, that's our reading today, Leviticus 26, Mark chapter 29. Some, we'll uh, wrap up with a few things to think about, to reflect on from our reading today. The first one, reflect on the conditions of blessings and curses that we read about in Leviticus chapter 26. In how might this covenantal relationship between God and his people shape your understanding of obedience and consequences? Some pretty great consequences for obedience there. We read about Leviticus 26 and pretty severe consequences for disobedience. But how might that approach your, uh, influence your approach to repentance and reconciliation with God? Jesus teaches about humility, uh, service, dangers of causing others to stumble. What are some areas in your life where you are called to serve humbly and protect the faith of the people around you? And for further study, if you would like to take it a step further today, do an analysis of the teachings on discipleship in Mark chapter 9. Think about how these lessons apply to Christians living today with a focus on faith, humility, service, and responsibility towards fellow believers. Well, I hope you find those things helpful. I hope they settle in God's word for the day. And that is our reading for the day. And I look forward to speaking with you again tomorrow. Thank you for joining us today on the PC Speaking Podcast. Tune in tomorrow for another episode of Through the Bible in a Year. If you have found this helpful, please follow the podcast and share it with a friend. It is our hope and prayer that every episode helps enrich your relationship with God and His Word. 